3: Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the
4: way tire buying should be. As we roll through the Thursday edition of the program, the NFL Week 8 returns, the Falcons on the road against the Carolina Panthers. Not a great game, but I don't think we should complain about the games that we get on Thursday night, given the fact that uh, we didn't know if we were going to have football at all, at least according to the Corona Bros, for a long time. So uh, that will kick off the NFL Week 8 action, Falcons and Matt Ryan One in six, I believe, on the season going on the road against the Carolina Panthers. Panthers, couple of points, uh, favorite in that game. I think I'll be on the Panthers, although I don't really feel that strongly about that game either way. But I do feel strongly about Halloween, which is in two days. And Halloween is going to have, this is going to be pretty cool, I think, the first full moon on a Halloween since 1944 which seems like it should have happened since then, but that is going to be pretty wild. It should be a lot of fun. I hope you and your kids will be out trick-or-treating. You'll be able to get out and about in your neighborhood. You're not curled up in the fetal position, uh, terrified of leaving your homes. But we always, on this show, have a Halloween candy draft where uh, we open up the phones for listeners. we got some people who are going to be out for the weekend and so I thought, let's go ahead. Danny G, is this the fifth annual Outkick Halloween Candy Draft?
5: It sure is.
4: The fifth annual Halloween Candy Draft, uh, 877-996-6369. You can make your selection. Do we have any Halloween Candy Draft music? Do you know? We what do, yeah. You? We
5: okay. just got it ready. This is what we use
4: every Halloween. That's what I thought. This is the uh, Michael Myers, the Halloween soundtrack, the scariest Let's listen here. I think this is the scariest music that's ever been created. Can anyone think of a scarier song than this? Where when it comes on, the hair stands up on the back of your uh, back of your arms. Like there's almost no way you could play this and it could be like a happy background. Like nobody is, when they have their gender reveal parties, nobody is picking the Michael Myers song in the background. Uh, as the uh, as the theme song. No happy, joyous wedding videos have ever featured this in the background. And so as we roll through the Halloween candy draft, I am going to make the first pick here. And I make this pick every year, I think. And I believe it is the most underrated candy out there. I think I get solid first-round value, Hall of Fame career, always able to know that you're going to be there. The uh, Brett Favre, of uh, of playmakers gonna show up never gonna miss a game i am going with peanut m m's the peanut m M&M m is what i steal out of my kids halloween candy bag to the extent that my kids are aware of how much i like peanut m m's and so if you're going up on one of the houses that has the uh the, the candy outside or if somebody comes to the door and they let the kids pick themselves they will make the decision to not pick the peanut M M&M and M because they know that I will take it. So, with the number one overall pick in the uh, in the Outkick Candy Draft, I am taking peanut M and Ms.
5: That is a solid selection. In fact, the uh, the machine that we have here in Sherman Oaks, California, when they stock it, I grab the peanut M and Ms out of there. That is, is that one go-to. of the first
4: one to go. Yeah, that's a good test. Like if you just give away free candy which one is the last to go, which one is the first to go. Peanut m ms very solid play.
5: And the second one to go, which – and I do have the number two pick, and I love this as well, especially out of the freezer. If you put it in the freezer for like a half hour, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is my selection.
4: Yeah, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, a lot of variety there. It's kind of like a uh, – you know, like an offensive lineman that can play center but also shift out and play left tackle uh, if necessary. These things are phenomenal. I mean, it's impossible to go wrong. I just is there anybody that doesn't like chocolate mixed with peanut butter? It's a classic combo. I think that's a really really solid pick. So, I think we have begun the draft in a great way. When we come back, I'll bring in the rest of the crew let them make their picks and then we will go to the outkick audience and allow you to make your draft pick. Pay attention. You don't want to shame your family by picking a, making a draft pick that's already been made. I took peanut M&Ms. Danny G takes Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. What goes next in the Halloween candy draft? This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to
6: catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. If you dare.
4: we roll through the Thursday edition of the program, NFL Week 8 returns tonight. The Falcons on the road against the Carolina Panthers. The Big Ten already having to cancel a game. Again, not postpone, but cancel a game because of COVID-related issues. Uh, This being the game between the Wisconsin Badgers and Nebraska Cornhuskers. I started off the show talking about that and telling you that, in my opinion, I don't know if it's possible, but the Big Ten schools that have games canceled should be able to schedule other games with smaller schools that might have an opening on their schedule so they could at least play a game. I also think this is a symptom of a larger issue in the Big Ten, which is their leadership failed, and as a result, there is no ability to add weeks to the end of the season and there's no ability to postpone games and allow them to still be played, conference games, like we saw in the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12. So hopefully for Big Ten players, fans, coaches, and parents, there will not be a lot of cancellations, but it's not a good sign that there already is a cancellation, and hopefully Wisconsin will only have to cancel one game when you're only playing seven regular season games, canceling one game and causing another team to have to cancel their game is pretty substantial. It's what I would most be afraid of if I'm an Ohio State fan and I'm hoping to get into the college football playoff, that our team just wouldn't be able to play enough games in order to qualify. Obviously, Ohio State has a big game this weekend against Penn State. Ordinarily, it would be a wild uh, ruckus scene in Happy Valley, but because uh, there's no real uh, crowds present, it's not going to be actually that uh, that different in terms of uh, the larger uh, the larger context there. So uh, I appreciate uh, all of you hanging out with us. We are in the middle of what is a regular tradition here on the uh, on the Outkick Show. We do the Halloween candy draft 877-996-6369. Going to get to as many of your calls as possible here to complement the draft. And then uh, we will go to Jeff Schwartz, talk about the return of NFL Week 8 in the next segment. Just so you know, by the way, Dr. David Chow set to join us in the third hour of the program, as he always is. I drafted first. I took the staple, the one that I steal out of my kids' Halloween baskets every single year. Peanut M&Ms. Danny G went two. He took Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. The board is now open, and we move to Dub. There is the music in the background, Michael Myers Halloween music. Yep. And never Dub, gets old.
5: Dub is the reason we're doing this a day early.
4: Did they ever release by the way <laughs> the yeah. Yeah, Dub Mr. is Mr. World Traveler. Dub is I don't mean, where are you going, Dub?
7: I'm going on another bachelor party down How many in,
4: bachelor parties have you been on?
7: <laughs> I think this is number 2 or 3 this year.
4: Yeah. Since so, yeah. you started working at the show, I feel like you've been on bachelor parties like 10 times.
7: Well Clay I've said it once and I'll say people like to party with me so I mean I don't know what to tell you I get invited to weddings I get invited to bachelor parties and it's always a good time
4: Where is the bachelor party?
7: It's in New Orleans and I don't even know if like Bourbon Street is open or anything so we're just going anyways because we've had to reschedule this already so yeah we're just gonna go make the most of it you know hopefully play a little golf and uh have a good time eat some good food i cannot wait to get my hands on a nice po' boy this weekend
4: all right so you're gonna be in new orleans uh and are you down there in new orleans i guess on saturday for halloween
7: that's right that oh, that's kind of cool i mean ordinarily we're, we're gonna have that some would costumes be costumes going on yeah too.
4: ordinarily that would be really fun what's your costume
7: uh i believe i'm going as uh the infamous ronald mcdonald
4: Oh, like a scary Ronald McDonald or just a regular Ronald McDonald?
7: More of like a wasted Ronald McDonald. Yeah, well,
4: that <laughs> probably makes sense. By the way, are you guys dressing up at all? Anybody dressing up for Halloween? Like, can you do anything in L.A.? Uh, are you guys allowed to leave your homes?
5: No, we've been told to stay indoors.
4: I mean, really, are kids trick or treating in L.A.?
5: Yeah, there will be people trick or treating. I mean, they're doing like these trunk things, like you know, trunk or treat. Yeah, exactly.
4: That's what they used to do at churches. So, what, Roberto? You have what, a three-year-old daughter?
8: Yeah, she's five now.
4: Probably. Okay, well, that's close. <laughs> uh, but so, your five-year-old, your five-year-old, will she go uh, trick or treating? Yes, we are. Yeah, all right. I mean, I'm taking my kids trick or treating. We're having a party. All of you got invited to the party. Obviously, Dub was the only one who could have theoretically gone without having to travel and make a major yeah. effort here.
5: Yeah, well, here in California, if we travel on an airplane, we have to be quarantined at home for a week.
4: Nobody does that.
5: Oh, no, yeah, they do. Uh, cool. coop. No. Well, Coop who's on the Mallard yeah, Show. that's he- just
4: so he doesn't have to come to work. That's not because he actually needs <laughs> no. to quarantine.
5: No, he had to. It was company policy here. So he
4: went where did he go?
5: He went to Seattle, Seattle. right? Yeah, and then yeah. He, and then he had to stay at home for a week after he got back. Really? Yeah, he worked from home, but he wasn't here in the studio to be on the microphone.
4: So you're telling me if I fly to LA to do TV, I can't do television for a week. I have to just stay in the hotel room for a week before doing TV?
5: Well, I think it's different for you because where you live and where you broadcast, but for those of us that no, drive no. into the I, Sherman Oaks I'm studios- saying
4: like if I got on an airplane and flew to L.A., If I flew to L.A., which I could easily do. Oh,
5: I see what you're saying.
4: When I got to L.A., I would have to quarantine for a week before I could do TV. Well, you
5: usually stay on the lot. You don't come visit us here at the studios. Yeah,
4: I'm not talking about you. (laughs) I'm talking about TV. Like, if I got on an airplane and I flew to L.A., you're telling me that I would be obligated to stay in my hotel room for a week before I did anything.
5: I don't know what the rules or protocol is for the TV lot.
4: No. Yeah, over is here. it a state of california rule no no, 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 no no
5: i said it was sherman oaks it's for our company oh, oh. yeah it's for premier networks yeah. it's the policy here uh,
4: you know what that is a ludicrous policy it's only in california right but yeah i mean people are you coming in yeah otherwise
5: yeah, yeah otherwise dub would be at home all the time
4: yeah well right dub, but people are coming <laughs> in and out of our studio in nashville all the time right
8: all the time yeah. every day
4: Every day. All right.
8: I want to get on a plane just so I can get paid to stay home for a week.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Coop found a loophole there (laughs) and just got a week's free vacation without not being able to – I don't (laughs) blame him. I'd I'd fly everywhere if that were the case. Uh, All right. So, uh, peanut M&Ms, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, one and two. What are you drafting, Dub?
7: All right, number three. And this is the classic GM line. My guy, he was at the top of my board from the beginning. I'm getting it three. I'm very happy. I'm going with the Snickers bar. And Danny G, I got to give you props that's a veteran move, putting the Reese's in the freezer. I basically do that with every piece of candy I have. So get that extra texture, that extra crunch on any piece of candy. Yep. The Snickers bar, straight from the freezer, number three. It's
4: an interesting or move. Or you could just you buy
7: know, that Snickers ice cream bar. I was going to say. But that would melt on Halloween, you know.
4: <laughs> the Snickers ice Buffalo. cream bar is better than the regular Snickers. Yeah, way I, better. I think you can make an argument that the greatest ice cream combo ever is the snickers ice cream bar i know they have a variety of different ice cream bars now the snickers ice cream bar is an all-timer all right uh next up eddie garcia you fought to preserve our freedoms in world war ii you've now been doing the updates on fox sports radio for 74 consecutive years this is a man who knows candy when you were back <laughs> in when you were back in uh in normandy and you guys would get those yeah. uh, those ready to eat meals I mean, that was a pretty good part of your day when you got to eat the candy, right?
1: Well, if if, you, if I may for one second, actually today, October 29th, is the 19-year anniversary of me working here. Wow.
4: Oh, That's man. pretty unbelievable it, that it, you it, have I, been doing 19 is. years of updates. 19 years. What's it's... the most important update you've ever given?
1: Oh, boy, that's a good one. Um, I mean,
4: you, you would have done, I mean, whatever the math is. I mean, how many, thousands I mean, and thousands probably of Probably
1: a Super Bowl. Well, I've, I've done more than one update, you know, giving the Super Bowl score, but it would probably be up there. I've, I worked a bunch of Super Bowls uh, in the early years. <laughs>
4: how many times have you had to update real news? Were you working on the 9-11? The you were here for
1: 9-11? I was not. You There's, missed it
4: by like a month. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to do the math in my head. So what what is the most important story that, like, you updated four years ago with the presidential election. Would you have done that during the sports update?
1: I don't know. I don't recall doing that. I know uh... – I can't remember which one we had uh, the invasion of Iraq or whatever I think I was here for that we were doing news reports for that so
4: 19 years 19 years Uh, what can and how many more important decisions in 19 years have you had what will you take in the outkick candy draft none more important
1: than drafting candy for Halloween that's for sure Roberta, real quick can you pot down this music I'd also like to make a musical Halloween musical selection here how about the theme to the shining we uh, do we like that one
4: Let let me hear it oh yeah that was great that's pretty. You know this. I hate to admit this. I've never seen The Shining.
1: What? What the? Watch it for Halloween. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've never
4: watched it. Yeah, My wife. Watch. We had a vacation. Oh, schedule. Scary,
1: Eddie.
4: Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> scary. I didn't. I didn't even know. We had a vacation scheduled. Um, where we were gonna stay in the Shining Hotel.
1: Oh. It's in Denver, right? Denver. Yeah. Outs- yeah.
4: Outside of Denver, we were so. The first year that I did lock it in, now it's called Fox Bet Live, but the first year that we did it, they didn't tell us when the final show was gonna be of season one. So we had a vacation scheduled where I was gonna land in Denver. We were gonna stay, my wife's a big Shining fan. We were gonna stay at that hotel and then we were gonna go all the way from Denver up to Spokane, Washington. So we were gonna go through like Cheyenne, through you know Yellowstone, all those different places. And then fly back out. I was going to spend two weeks because I can kind of get away in the summer sometimes. Two weeks with my family just driving across the west. And then we had to cancel it. So I would still, that's the trip I still want to desperately take. I haven't spent much time in the quote unquote west, like the real west. And so we had an awesome two weeks scheduled. So, uh, so that is, uh, anyway, we were going to stay in that hotel, but I've never watched the movie. I was going to watch it as we got ready for that vacation. And probably not be able to sleep at night when we were in the hotel. Uh, but that is great yeah, music.
1: If, if you see like twin girls staring at you in the hallway, yeah, yeah, run the other way. A little bit scary. Uh, let me uh, with my pick. Uh, what am I? The fourth pick here? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I will go with the uh, Kit Kat.
7: Oh,
4: solid play. Thank you. I, I mean, I, 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 like all of these. I would be hard pressed to say no to Kit little, Kat's
1: the poor man's Twix, man. That's all I gotta say.
4: Kit, uh, that's eh, an. Uh, I, I'm that's not a so- big.
1: I'm not a big caramel guy, so I like it minus the caramel
4: that is an interesting argument that's almost a devastating put down i'm not sure which costs more but the the fact that the kit kat might be the poor man's twix is, although my uh, daughter
8: does love the kit kat though.
4: debilitating the and i get and see. i get eddie's point on the caramel like if i'm sitting here right now thinking which would yeah. i rather have this morning a kit kat or a twix yeah. i'd rather have a kit kat
5: and by the way you're a savage if you bite into a kit kat without breaking it have you oh, ever that's seen, an interesting question. Yeah, I, my older brother used to just take a bite out of it and not break them apart. Like, what are you doing?
4: Yeah, my kids like to watch uh, Damn It Feels Good to Be a Savage. They're like YouTube uh, YouTube videos. My kids watch YouTube videos all the time. But it's just people doing things that like are socially unacceptable and make you like cringe. For instance, eating a pizza from the back way instead of the front way. Right? Like if you saw somebody just pick up a piece of pizza and they ate the crust first, you'd be like, oh my God, like what in the world's going on? And one of the ones they do is eat Kit Kats sideways. You know, instead of breaking it apart or eating it yeah. from the top down, you just <laughs> go straight in on the side. Anyway, I don't know why those videos are popular. My kids love them. Uh, all right, Roberto, who are you taking?
8: Well, with the fifth pick, I'm going to take the non Laters. no just kidding (laughs) i'm uh chocolate's good enough but i love sour stuff so my fifth pick i'm going with sour skittles baby sour skittles
4: that is super specific sour skittles Skittles, which everybody knows but sour skittles yeah
8: because i love the sour candy Sour candy is my number one.
5: I feel yeah, like you. you just, I feel like you could have got sour skittles in like, the third round. The
4: third, like the eighth round. To reach maybe.
1: Roberto,
5: no, real no, big no. reach.
4: I mean, you went, you went. Jamarcus. Or Russell. about
5: about sour belts then? Sour yeah. Belts. Those are the you, kind of decisions you could get fired for, Roberto. Yeah,
4: you 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 went Blaine Gabbert. You went Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. Like I just, oh. I don't even know what you were thinking with sour skittles. You could have at least said skittles and tried no, to no, no. coalesce all skittles. of the skittles universe. Cause I'm not sure. I don't even know how many flavors they have. All right. Dub eight. Uh, I don't know how many, how many people we got <laughs> lined up here. We got somebody on the outkick VIP. Yeah, first, we do.
5: Right? Yeah. He's going to draft six. This is an important pick. It is sixth overall Scott in Knoxville. This is the
4: Halloween candy lottery draft numbers here. Scott on the VIP line. You can sign up for the outkick VIP at outkick.com. Scott, who you got?
2: Uh, I got to go take five. It's got a little bit of everything. Um, I don't kind of even know what take year.
4: five is.
2: Oh, it's great. It's chocolate, uh, caramel, peanuts. That's that's, that's um, like something my mom
5: used to get at the grocery outlet store because they were trying to get rid of
2: them. Yeah.
4: Scott, I mean, you called in. That hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I wanted
6: peanut butter M&M's, but you took peanut M&M's, so I felt like that was just a little too close.
4: All right, I, I thank you for the call, Scott. Thanks Everybody's googling Take Five Th- right thanks now. Thanks for being a VIP. But this—I mean—does <laughs> a guy own the Take Five candy company? Was that an unbelievable ploy by him to make us all get a free advertisement? I've literally never heard of the Take Five bar.
8: He Am- could—he could uh, have gone. with you guys Twix heard- there.
4: Oh, the, look, there are tons of available first round. One
8: hundred grand. One hundred grand. Good one,
4: too. Uh What? So, does anybody know Take Five? Y- I'm, yeah, I'm, it's Reese's.
5: It, yeah, it's Reese's. It has pretzels in it.
4: What?
8: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we had those here.
5: Who was that?
4: That was Mike in Knoxville? No, Scott in Knoxville. Scott in Knoxville? Man, I'm I'm putting a star by that because I feel like that was the equivalent of Tennessee's performance against Kentucky. Lost thirty four seven. Scott's the first man Uh, up and he takes the take five bar. I don't even know if the take five bar would have gone in the first eight rounds. It says
5: caramel, peanuts, pretzels
7: with milk chocolate.
4: Oh. All right. Who's up first on your line there, Dub?
7: All right, let's go down to the great state of Texas. We got Byron. Byron, what are you
4: taking?
0: Number seven pick.
9: Good morning, guys. Good morning. We thought he'd go higher than this. Uh, We knew he'd go high, but we thought he'd go much higher. He'd be the first pass catcher off the board. Butterfingers.
4: Butterfingers. uh, You know, I understand that the Butterfinger has – some real interest level out there, Byron in Texas probably speaking for a certain Butterfinger fan base out there. Here's my deal with the Butterfinger. It's really dry, right? Like when you eat a Butterfinger, I agree. I agree. it's like it's like the, your mouth, you have to have a drink with it's it. kind
5: of like a piece of cake. You need a small glass of yeah, cold milk. I mean, milk. it's
4: just like milk chocolate. It has like a little bit of a, uh, uh, like, I don't know, like a, a moistness to it. A little bit of a uh, a little bit of a liquidy feel the butterfinger it's like you got you got sandpaper on your tongue while you're eating it I'm, I'm not opposed to the butterfinger I just think Byron in Texas could have gotten that a lot earlier too I take
8: I, my sour skittles over that butterfinger any day
4: I I well, your sour skittles is not a good pick either we had I mean let's <laughs> be honest we had four I think solid picks and then the draft has gone off the rails a little bit See,
5: I think that Butterfinger is a first-round selection, but at the bottom of the first. It's like a really good wide receiver.
4: Solid wide receiver. Yeah. Ran a 4-5. Yep. Good productive numbers in college, but not not a top. I mean, well, it's – I mean, look, take five and Sour Skittles. Even Sour Skittles and take five, I don't even think they got the invite to the draft. <laughs> they weren't even sitting at the table. Like, they had to – they were like, what? I didn't – but we got best agent of all time.
8: Sour Skittles are the Tom Brady of the draft, man.
4: Yeah, well, that's when you take them in the seventh round then. <laughs> well, great. Or the sixth round instead of in the f- f- number five overall
1: pick. I'm just morally opposed to candy being sour. It has to be yeah, as sweet as I would candy. just say
4: this, too. You can't take a version of the uh, – uh, like a recent version of the traditional candy as being a top pick. Now, some people might say to me, well, you took peanut M&Ms, and that's not the traditional m M&M, True. But peanut m ms has existed – for like 30 years now, right? Like they added the peanut to the the M&M's a long, long time ago, such that most people listening to us right now don't even remember. Somebody look up when the peanut M&M debuted. I don't remember. I'm 41. I don't remember a time in my life when I couldn't go to the movie theater and get peanut M&M's. They have been around for probably 35 years at least. So I'm actually intrigued by that. Like I don't remember ever going to the movie theater and like standing in front of the candy case and not being able to get peanut M&Ms. Who's up next, Dub?
7: We got Austin in Ohio.
4: Austin, you've got the number eight overall pick. There have been a lot of questionable moves of late. Who are you taking in the candy draft?
9: Clay, first of all, good morning. Thank I am you. taking three Musketeers in the oh, no. and and that pick right there. Oh, terrible! Uh, first, I mean, also. First. I I'm just saying I'm just saying that's what I'm taking also putting tubular bells. The Exorcist theme is right up there with Halloween in my opinion.
4: The Exorcist scene, like the uh, the music. I, well, first well, of his all, his music to taste. Yep. Your
5: yeah, music man. taste is much better than your your. Do candy we have that selection. to play
4: for people out there? I gotta say, Three Musketeers. Ugh. I mean, come on.
5: That's bottom the of the three barrel musketeers? with Musketeers. Yeah, with the candy bag. Those were always some of the ones left over.
4: Okay, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I understand people criticize this show sometimes, and usually I defend the show, particularly the listeners of the show. i got to be honest with you. <laughs> if I were writing at the Wall Street Journal or the Daily Beast or uh, or the New York Times or the Washington Post and I wanted to do a hit piece on Clay Travis, I might just lead with the candy draft. Not only is Clay Travis's radio show <laughs> awful, he's a racist, he's a sexist, he's a homophobe. But his listeners have the worst taste in candy of all time. <laughs> this is the worst. I mean, this is the worst draft I've ever seen.
5: We Did might I, We might have. That, oh,
4: this is The Exorcist? Yeah. I went to school in D.C. where they have The Exorcist stairs. And by the way, D.C. on Halloween, one of the most fun traditional places to be. Georgetown is just a total party zone. Uh, there's so many college kids. Everybody's dressed up. It's just so much fun, usually so that is that is a great i mean he has good taste in scary music sounds not good taste in candy that was austin all right who's yeah, up by, next? by the way clay uh, yeah.
1: peanut m&ms introduced in
4: 1954 oh oh there, there's no criticism 1954 when did the m&m see de- th- debut 1941 okay so that's pretty fast evolution there. yeah 1954 That's the same year that Brown versus Board of Education happened. I mean, that is, you can't criticize me for going peanut M&Ms. That's 25 years before I was born, they came out. That's impressive. That was before the Korean War. That's a, that's wow. a, that's
5: before the first time Eddie fought for our country. Yeah,
4: that's no, right. No,
1: not that, not that long. Ago.
4: Eddie, you, when you fought back in World War II, imagine how much better your experience would have been if <laughs> peanut m ms existed. Yeah,
1: back then it was just the plain old Hershey bar.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we have better luck on the VIP line. Ryan in Louisville is on hold for the number nine spot.
4: Ryan, you're on hold Outkick VIP. Thanks for being an Outkick VIP. You can sign up and be one as well at Outkick.com. What you got for me?
2: Well, Clay, thanks for having me, and thanks for this show, man. It's awesome. So I'm going with what I consider the um, Christian McAfee version of candy. It's versatile, has many functions. Uh, it is a little plain, but I'm in, but hear me out. I am going with the Hershey's Bar. Uh, the Hershey's, bar, and the Hershey's Traditional
4: can, Chocolate Bar. Tr-
2: traditional Chocolate Bar, because, A, you can freeze it. And once you freeze it, you can always dip it in that luscious peanut butter. Hmm. And on a cold day for in October for Halloween, you can also take it, go outside, get a fire going, and make some s'mores with it. So it's very versatile, yet cho- chocolatey and savory.
4: Thank, okay, look, I would say the Hershey's chocolate bar is like a mobile quarterback, right? And what I mean by that is, the, to me, the s'more is the best attribute of the Hershey's chocolate bar. It's like a scramble for first down. Now, you still have to have some different parts associated with that, right? You have to have the ability to block. You have to have the ability to, you know, survey down the field. But I'm a big fan of s'mores. Like at our Halloween party on Friday, we're going to have a fire pit and we're going to have the ability for people to make s'mores. And first of all, when people are drinking, there's probably probably somebody's going to lose an eye with one of the skewers. Let's start there. So uh, that could be a disaster. But I think the ability – to make a s'more is key. I still think the Hershey's chocolate bar is old school. I think it's been preempted by better options since then. I think you could get the Hershey's chocolate bar later. Compared to Christian McCaffrey. When we come back, how many calls do we have? People still waiting, Dub?
7: We got about six more.
4: All right, I'll get those calls, and then we'll bring in Jeff Schwartz. We'll go fast. We're having the Halloween candy draft uh, here. This is Outkick. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us.
3: com slash sports TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be
4: joined now by Jeff Schwartz stepping right into an incredibly important position the number 10 overall pick in the outkick Halloween candy draft Schwartz I've seen you I know you like to eat probably you've had a bit of candy in your time uh you have the number 10 pick I'm assuming you haven't been listening but I we've had so many bad picks so far that I feel like whatever your favorite candy is may be available. There's the background music. Were you queued up to know that you were going to have to pick your top
9: Halloween candy? I mean, about three seconds ago. So um, I'll do my best here. No, no pretend. Here's
4: here's a step back. I don't want you to panic. I don't want you to to overreact. Your kids go trick-or-treating. They bring back all of their trick-or-treating goods. It's sitting on the counter. You walk in. You peer in as dad and mom are often doing, and think to yourself, oh, man, which of these delectable candy treats will I take? Which candy do you grab first? That is your favorite. A Milky Way. A Milky Way. The Milky Way is available. (laughs) What? The Milky Way is a What is it
9: about, the Milky Way? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I don't – and for the record, I am fat because of carbohydrates, not because of sugar. So, yeah. like, I am – I'm actually probably not the best. Like, I will only eat Milky Way Snickers. Um, I like Three Musketeers. Like, I'm not, like – I'm not, like, going through their bag and just jacking all their stuff. Like, that's about it for, like – I'm not a big sweet tooth guy. I'm, if, if they had, a, like, a basket of fries in there, they eat the whole thing. But so yeah. I just – like, candy is, like, not my thing.
4: Uh, the Milky Way, Jeff Schwartz, number 10 overall pick. Uh, I'm going to let you hang out with us as we continue the candy draft, but is there any reason to watch uh, the, the Panthers game against the, the Falcons tonight?
9: Yeah, they're playing like the middle of a hurricane. So Is, that, is that true? Like the weather's going to be wild? Yeah, I mean we're we're uh, we're in it right now, um, and then the, the power's going to be out today all through the city of Charlotte. Oh, I didn't even know. Um, Is this I mean, a
4: hurricane like this? That like you guys got hit? I didn't even know there was an Atlantic Ocean hurricane coming. So you? No, guys... it
9: came up through the Gulf of Mexico. It's so this, this went Louisiana. past me already.
4: Yeah. Well, I didn't even know it
9: happened. Yeah, it, it's going It's supposed to like. They're predicting power gets knocked out like today between nine and twelve. All through the city, so I'm curious what it is. I mean, tonight they have, um, you know, tonight it says the weather is supposed to be like super windy, and right now the looks forecast is 65 chance of rain at 9 p.m. and very windy, like wind, you know. So 10, 16, your reason to watch the
4: game is because it's going to be really rainy and windy.
9: Yeah, that's the reason why. So just you can watch for you can root for the under today.
4: Yeah. All right.
9: Otherwise, there's no. Otherwise, there's no like this it doesn't. It's not a playoff. It doesn't matter for playoffs. It doesn't matter for like, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's not playing the announce today. I don't don't know why you watch the game. Uh, By the
4: way, as a Giants fan, how pained were you by the Dodgers winning the World Series last night?
9: Well, I just got to say that, I mean, a couple of things. One is that obviously when you play only a third of a season, you get a third of a title. So it doesn't really (laughs) count as a full title. And two, I just look, I think for, I think for the, for Major League Baseball, The only way to punish the Dodgers for allowing Justin Turner on the field to celebrate is taking the title away from them. That just feels like the fairest way to do it. So the Dodgers get a third of a title that has to be forfeited because of Justin Turner's malfeasance after the game.
4: That's really funny. That's exactly what I would expect for a Giants fan to say. All right, you're going to stay with us here and help break down. I think we still have people who want to weigh in. Who's up next, Dub?
7: Let's see. We got Brian in Youngstown.
4: Brian in Youngstown, Ohio. You have the number eleven pick in the outkick Halloween candy draft. What are you taking?
9: Hey, gentlemen. Like listening to you every morning. Appreciate you taking my call. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Daniel Jones of this draft and pick the miniature bag of potato chips.
4: I just hang up on him. <laughs>
9: Wait, first of all, bag of chips? well,
4: first of all, if you're saying I'm going with the Daniel Jones of the draft, it's like you're trying to screw up to begin with. Because I hope he's going to be good. Because I feel bad for everybody who's a New York football fan having to deal with the Jets and the Giants. But not even Daniel Jones wants to draft Daniel Jones in the draft. If we were like, hey, Daniel Jones, like, what's your fa- what's your favorite thing that you could draft? The the miniature bag. Of- first of all, who gives out miniature bags of potato chips?
5: Sounds like Jeff would.
4: I mean, I love <laughs> potato chips, but who would give out a mini bag of potato chips? Like,
8: what kind of potato chips?
4: What, what kind? Of, I love all potato <clears throat> chips, but my number one overall draft pick of potato chips, and now I'm going to go against myself because it's a relatively recent flavor incarnation. I would go with the mix between the cheddar and the sour cream. The Ruffles cheddar sour cream mix is the greatest potato chip that's ever existed, in my humble opinion.
5: Sounds like Jeff is eating a bag of. Potato yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Now?
4: Are you okay?
9: Yeah, I'm I'm putting together my daughter's lunch for today while we're doing the candy draft. Is that all okay? Right. I, I didn't realize the bag would be such a, a Well, thing, I'm just man. trying to make sure that you're
4: not being kidnapped. Somebody didn't no, come I'm knock gonna... you off after Sorry. you draft that Milky Way. This is the no. worst draft of all time. Well, your uh,
8: daughter's going to school in the middle of a hurricane?
9: Yeah. Clay, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, Clay, it, it might be <laughs> <your laughs> kids going trick-or-treating, by the way. Come on. I don't know what I, we're having, like, a little shindig at our house. I do not know if we're going, like, out trick-or-treating. Look, that's my wife's problem. I'm not, I have too much going on in my life. I'm not <laughs> coordinating with neighbors if we're trick-or-treating or not. I you have, no have too much going on in your
4: life. You don't have a job, and you're retired from football. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I, have, I, have plenty, I have plenty of jobs, but I'm not, and one of them is not, is not figuring out if we're going trick-or-treating this weekend.
4: We're going trick or treating here. Uh, all right, number twelve overall pick is Jeff sends his daughter out into a hurricane. Um, <laughs> who is next?
7: We got James in How San Antonio. The power's gonna
4: be out. The hundred mile an hour winds. Have fun, that's quote. Yeah, have fun, it, baby. But you should walk. Here's a, here's a slicker. Go ahead, and put this on, honey.
9: Watch put out for those fla- trees. Put a flashlight in the bag. Whatever
4: you do, don't don't step on the power lines when they're down and sparking in the street. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> who's up next
7: we have james in san antonio texas
4: james down in san antonio james i've never hated the listeners more than looking back at this draft so far what are you taking
9: <laughs> don't give that little girl a mary poppins outfit with an umbrella you would never catch her again uh uncle- <laughs> I'm going old
6: school, my friend. I'm going to go, like, with the fullback. I'm going sweet tarts, baby. You gotta have a sweet tart. Especially the old kind that were real big that made you tongue raw. By the time you got done
4: eating on it. Thanks for the call. I've been anti-sweet tart ever since I was a little kid. And during the... uh, During Star Wars, I licked it too many times. And your tongue... You ever notice that? Like, if you're a young kid and you lick the sweet tart too many times, like you 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 tear your tongue up, right? Is that, that ever happened to anybody else with the old-school sweet tarts? Yeah. The big, round, you know, like, decent-sized sweet tarts? It's
5: the same thing as that sugar dip. You know what I'm talking pixie about? Sticks. They, yeah, with No, the, the dip where they had the the white stick that you... I thought that was called oh, pixie fun sticks. Dip. Fun dip, there you fun go. Dip. Fun yeah, fun dip. dip. Oh, yeah, that was good.
4: All right, I, I think that's an intriguing... The old school... They still make the old-school sweet tart? Is it well-distributed? It's interesting. You know, like, I, I just... Uh, I. I think there's a lot of value on the board still to go with Sweet Tart.
5: Yeah, that's very much like a fifth-round pick. I take the Sour Skittles over the Sweet Tart. Stop
4: with your Sour Skittles talk. You should have drafted Skittles Man. and all subsidiary Skittle products, like the Sour Skittles that's only existed for like a year. This is the <laughs> lucky 13. Who's up next, Dub?
7: We got Mario in Memphis.
4: Mario in Memphis. Mario, what are you taking? Hey, what's up, guys? We are rep Mario. I mean, I don't know. Can you save the draft? This is you have an opportunity to get real value here at thirteen. I,
6: I, I'm, gonna try, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Lamar Jackson of the draft. He's good enough to be a top ten pick, but because of team needs and people afraid to draft him, he might slip to number thirty. But I'm going with
4: Starburst. Star. Uh, you know what? I uh, th- thanks for the call, Mario. The Starburst is a fair. I feel like Starburst kind of gets overlooked. I do think that that's a decent analogy. Like, you might fall late into the first round. I don't know how many starbursts in a row you can eat. Like, what I love the peanut M&M is, I can eat the whole package, zero issues, right? You eat a whole starburst, like the whole different, uh, all of them. I put
8: like four in my mouth.
4: Yeah, right, like, but everybody would want a starburst. But I don't know that everybody would want like ten starbursts. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, how many more people do we have that want to draft, Dub?
7: We got three. I think we have got time for them.
4: All right, let's keep going. Let's Shorts. go to
7: Mike in Shorts, Ohio. You never,
4: this is the highlight of your radio career, by the way. Um, you can tell your Thank wife you. about. You can tell your daughter about this when you have to go to the emergency room after a, a tree falls on her uh, because you sent her out <laughs> to a hurricane. Uh, who's up next?
7: We got Mike in Ohio.
4: Mike, what you got for me?
7: Hey, I got the Aaron Donald
0: of candy. You don't mess with the Twix bar, man. Chocolate Charm- it? cookie caramel.
4: There, there you go. I mean, this is a, this is an incredible value yeah, for the Twix yeah. at 14 overall in the Halloween candy draft.
5: How did Three Musketeers and Milky Way go before Twix?
4: And Butterfinger. I mean, well, there, there was – Milky Way's delicious. Are you kidding me? The They're what? amazing. The what is? Milky Way's great. Yeah. Oh. No.
8: My mom the, loves the Milky Way. My mom's like 60.
4: The, the <laughs> Twix – I mean, I'll say this. I'll say this. Back at number four overall when the Kit Kat went, there was a really good point made, I thought, by Roberto, which is a rarity, so I remember it. <laughs> Roberto said that the Twix, that Kit Kat is the poor man's Twix. Yep. And now the Twix is going at 14. So I think there's an argument there. I think there's an argument that the Twix is a superior version of Kit Kat. Maybe. Certainly, they're very even, not a lot of difference. I think there's value there. 15 overall. Who we got, Dub?
7: We got Jeff in South Dakota.
4: Jeff in South Dakota. Who are you taking?
9: Yes, with the 15th pick in the annual candy draft, I'm going to go with a candy that can make a kick in cold weather, uh, such as Adam Vinatieri. It can uh, have a good, lustrous uh, career, but can really go under the radar like a Chad Greenway. Uh, it can play like Carson Wentz, and with its leadership, uh, it has a cousin that plays down south. I'm going to go with the Pearson Salted Nut Roll.
4: Oh, just, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, what? This is, this is like South Dakota, you should be ashamed of yourself. When we call, come back, we'll continue this. Shorts, you can either stay with us or you can write your daughter's last rites since she's going out into the hurricane. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Right
6: be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
4: Dr. Chow, you've been listening. What would you draft if you were uh, able to pick in the Halloween candy draft?
0: Uh, I've been listening all morning, uh, writing the OutKick article that I'll post soon, and I've been very entertained. You may call my pick boring, and I promise it has nothing to do with being Asian and rice, but I would go with a classic uh, Nestle Crunch or a Crackle Bar uh, kind of deal. A little texture in the chocolate.
4: I think a Nestle Crunch is a solid pick. Back in the day, I feel like Nestle Crunch used to advertise a ton for baseball, like in the '80s, you remember what I'm talking about? Like I felt like they they yeah. were always on, like during Chicago Cub games. Like the Nestle Crunch bar was pretty popular. I think that's a uh, I think that's a solid draft draft pick. Very solid draft. It's pick. It's an
0: offensive lineman, you know. But you know, you need offensive lineman on your team.
4: <laughs> way way better than many of the other picks. What do you think about Schwartz sending his daughter out into the hurricane?
0: Look, Clay, I love your analysis, right? And uh, you know, you're you're sending your daughter out in a hurricane, but. I think there's one deeper thing here. Is I heard a lot of paper crackling there. What's worse than sending your daughter to school in a hurricane, packing her lunch, packing her lunch in a paper bag? I mean, <laughs> can you get her her in the middle of the hurricane? Or?
4: All the food is going to get wet. The bag's going to fall apart. I mean, Schwartz just failing as a father in pretty much every respect that morning.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the you deeper gotta go, analysis, gotta go right? Got to go plastic
4: if you're going to send them out into the hurricane. At least let them have a little bit of waterproof. Uh, that whole bag. I mean,
0: I didn't hear hear you zipper lunch boxes or anything. It was just a paper bag. I was like, what are you doing?
4: Yeah, that's great. Also, like, why does he hate the environment? In addition to the fact that the hurricane's hitting, he can't have the lunch box that you can reuse over and over and over again. Uh, This is a solid analysis by you. Uh, All right. So we got Thursday night football coming back. Christian McCaffrey's not playing. How would you assess the relative health of the Falcons and the Panthers coming up with tonight's uh, hurricane game?
0: Well, everyone thinks the Falcons are the more injured team, and they have been, right? They're 1-6, and their secondary's been injured, but they're actually getting healthier, and everyone's focused on all the wide receivers from Julio to Ridley to Russell Gage. They're all going to play, so the Falcons are the slightly healthier team, but more importantly, they're trending in the right direction. They're getting healthier, and that makes a big difference, too, whereas the Panthers are missing uh, at least three uh, defensive starters, and then... Christian McCaffrey no surprise to me that he's not playing you don't go be out for six weeks practice twice you're the team's MVP and they're conservative with you and you're not winning the Lombardi this year and then put him in a Thursday game that's just not happening and we've been saying that all week
4: uh what do you expect shifting gears here for a minute the Justin Turner situation guy tests positive the first time according to Major League Baseball in the second inning They expedite his testing and find out that he's positive again in the eighth inning. Let's presume that he's actually positive, okay? It's not a false positive. Is he putting things much more at risk being on the field for five or ten minutes to celebrate at the end of that game after he's exposed himself? No, after he – I don't know if he's exposed himself or not. I don't want to get him in trouble for that too. But after he's theoretically been around his teammates for the entirety of a baseball game and for months at a time – I know you talk about the length of time that you might be in close proximity to someone with a virus, and that was the first thing that I thought. It seems unlikely that he's doing anything that creates a great deal of danger, even though it's gotten a lot of attention.
0: Well, yeah, I'll address that point in a second. But, you know, in terms of an investigation, Major League Baseball shouldn't be investigating or we shouldn't be investigating what Justin Turner did or didn't do, we should be investigating the policies that allow a player onto the field and getting test results during the game.
6: Yeah, I mean no what
0: wh- what sense does that make? How are you timing these tests? to get them during the game, whether it's the second inning or the eighth inning, and then making a change like that. Thankfully, it didn't have anything to do with the outcome of the game, but it really could have, All right, I mean, they, they were playing with, with fire there. That would be my curiosity, not what Justin Turner did or didn't do. Yeah, afterwards. you're right. And, 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 and in terms of your point, Clay, look, baseball is a socially distanced sport. We all know the CDC guidelines by now, six feet, 15 minutes. Who is within six feet of a third baseman on the field for 15 minutes? Nobody, nobody even close. The irony is putting him in the dugout or the locker room potentially put more people in danger, right? Unless he was in his own area. Now, I'm not saying there's no risk, but I'm just saying, you know, the risk is relatively higher if you put him in the locker room or dugout, than it is on the field even. And and here's the thing: who can blame the guy? And I'm not saying be socially irresponsible this, that, the other, but I thought I saw him mostly wearing his mask when he went back to celebrate with his players, except when kissing his wife and taking the picture with the team maybe I'm mistaken but you know I didn't see every second of it so uh, I don't know I think it's an optics problem created by major league baseball based on the timing more than anything else
4: I think that's exactly right what else should we know about major injury related issues as we get ready for NFL week eight
0: well the, the biggest shift and we started talking about it last week was the quote the new home field advantage right if you test if you're a close contact and you're deemed high risk you cannot do anything for five days so if you are positive in any way shape or form either from testing or from close contact midweek you're out the next game i mean that's part of the unseen thing that's happening here and there are some more home field advantages because of that because you can't travel when you have you're on the list etc and I think it's a good move by the NFL. It's going to make teams finally be proactive and not have close contacts. We've been saying for a while, look waiting to figure out who the close contacts are after there's a positive is like being at the beach and seeing someone's shoulders red and then worrying about yourself and whether you put sunscreen on. It's a little late at that point in time. The whole point of contact tracing is that you have nobody – who's high-risk or been in close contact in meeting rooms, et cetera. And hopefully that'll shift the uh, focus uh, to be more proactive going forward for the NFL.
4: What do you think about the Big Ten requiring a 21-day quarantine for players that test positive? Does that make any sense given the guidelines?
0: Well, you know, I always chuckle at hard and fast guidelines, especially when they're done on a – timeline that doesn't make medical sense. I mean, why 21 days? Why not 22? Because they're saying three weeks, okay? But is I mean, medically, if you're making a medical decision, you should either let medical professionals judge or do them on medical basis. You know, hey, the potential uh, uh, symptoms can uh, be delayed for five to seven days. Okay, so you choose seven days or eight days. That makes some sense. But 21 days is a little bit arbitrary. And I'm always for putting the decisions in the hands of medical people. Now, I get it. You probably don't want to leave it in the hands of a team physician who might get pressured by a coach or a university, but figure out a way to make it an independent medical decision in some way, shape or form and have it make a lot of sense. And we've talked about the, uh, the heart issues and that seems to be dwindling Dwindling some. I mean, most of you maybe hopefully have seen this Ross Dellinger article at Sports Illustrated. He's written a couple of them now that say that we have yet, medical experts he has spoken to have said that they have yet to find any on-field cross-team uh, transmission of COVID. Um, no documented case of one player transmitting to an opponent yet. So the whole Stefan Gilmore, Patrick Mahomes hug, you know, wasn't a, a risk event either. Yep. I mean, you shouldn't go around hugging people who have COVID. I'm not saying that, but it's just not a high-risk activity.
4: Outstanding stuff, as always. Go read him at OutKick.com. He's writing right now. He's Dr. David Zhao at Pro Football Doc. Appreciate it, my man. Thank you. This is OutKick, the
6: coverage with Clay Travis.